Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Of course, the first weekend of every month, if you are uh, you know, a regular visitor to one of our parishes, uh, one of our Catholic parishes, you know that the first weekend of every month, if you uh, walk into church or on your way out of church, you will see the latest issue of the Western New York Catholic. August is no different. Well, it's a little bit different this year, actually, because the Western New York Catholic has a new managing editor. Um, it's certainly not a new face to anybody around the Diocese of Buffalo. In fact, um, again, if you are a, a, a practicing Catholic or you attend any kind of Catholic events or um, you've been to just about um, any parish in our diocese at one point or another, you have seen our guest today, the new managing editor of the Western New York Catholic, Patrick McPartland. Patrick, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. Only your second visit. I mean, we we hit big things when you're on the show, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah, there <laughs> I you cover go. The, I cover the big events. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> so uh, this time the big news is you. Actually, yes. so uh, there you go. Uh, Patrick McPartland, of course, uh, has been the uh, photographer of the Western New York Catholic. Uh, how long ago? When did you start? Uh, 1995. Uh, that's enough of that, and we'll move right on to the uh, topic at hand. Because um, then people start to play the age game. Oh, if he's been there 25 years, uh, that's what they do with me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost 50. Uh, so <laughs> uh, anyway, Patrick uh, appointed uh, when uh, Rick Fernusiak, our uh, uh, editor, also no stranger to this uh, program, uh, uh, retired uh, the 1st of July. Uh, Patrick was chosen as the uh, new managing editor for the Western New York. So your first issue out in the parishes as we speak here. Yeah, it's uh, the August issue is my first issue. And uh, it's it's been a it's been a learning curve um, because I you know Rick Rick he I, I don't know how he did it I I started to sit down and I'm like wow he did a lot more than I thought he was doing I, I got to give him props for that he did a fantastic job and I'm hopefully can be able to fill his shoes as to the best of my ability but uh, the August issue is coming to, you know will be out it's been put together and uh, the staff's been doing great. Fantastic. Uh, so I, um, <laughs> this is probably an, actually a, an interesting place to begin our conversation today because uh, my next logical question would be what's the big story in the August issue of the Western New York Catholic? Um, but anybody following anything Catholic uh, currently, uh, the big story has been World Youth Day, which just wrapped up. Um, presented an interesting challenge for the Western New York Catholic, though, didn't it? Because it started about two weeks ago. Yes. And it actually, the pilgrims left the, like, about four days before we go to print. Right. And being a monthly, it takes a little more time. We have deadlines that didn't quite line up, and you you can only do so much, um, you know, with, 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 with the internet, it's instantaneous, but with print, you have to be a day ahead, two days ahead. So we're going to have some coverage in the paper. And uh, Patrick Beakey is traveling with the pilgrims, and he sent us stuff back. However, 
it won't be in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, right? <laughs> that's I mean, the problem. That's an, uh, well, that's the <laughs> that's kind of the quandary, especially with a monthly publication. It's exactly. like uh, you know, I, I imagine any kind of monthly magazine has the same kind of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't you know, um, if the if the the big concert or the movie or whatever comes out, you know. A week before deadline, it probably ain't going to make it. No. I mean, it just no. But but we we got it out there. We have our website, and we're using you know we use the website. He transmitted stuff back to us. We put it up on the website. We're going to have a recap, um, uh, probably two pages of recap that he'll write up for us in the September issue. Okay. So the coverage is there. The timing and the media that it's on or or shown in is different, but it's part of the world today. You 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 know, print is wonderful. Um, I I per, prefer it because I think sometimes you can say a little more, but you gotta like we're we're beholden to our printer. <laughs> we yeah. have to have our files there by a certain time. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're kind of. Um there's a number of directions we could go here, but let's address that for a second because um, folks' attention span with something written on a piece of paper in front of them is way different than their attention span online, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, yeah, not that you can't put the same article oh. online, yeah. but we're pretty certain, right, that, that people aren't going to spend as much time with it as they will if that newspaper is in front of them. Exactly. Um, if you're on the internet, if you're clicking through. It's, it's, it's so easy to jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. The, the best thing about the newspaper is you actually kind of – you become sedentary. You, you sit or you stand and you are – you're held there because it holds your interest and you read the story and then maybe something catches your eye and you read a little bit more or another story that's in the issue, um, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. You go on the internet, you read three paragraphs of a five-paragraph story, and then something pops up in the corner. You're like, ooh, that's cool, and click, there you go. <laughs> or there's a link right in the story to yes. something else. And yes, it's like, exactly. Uh, well, um, Might as well go there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you tend not to go back to it. I mm-hmm. mean, that's – sure, that's the, that's, the, uh, that's the thing about that. Now, I mean, with regard to the – to the World Youth Day, of course. I mean, one of the most interesting parts you were able to get into the paper because we did have a great send-off event for uh, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, the group, the diocesan group that went to. And I'm pretty sure the other groups were invited if the timing yes. works out to uh, any of the individual groups to at the uh, Our Lady of Victory Basilica. And uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough spot that you're in yes. today yes. with regard to – you know, how do you capture people's attention and how do you maintain your timeliness? Is it really the same – when we talk about WNYCatholic.org and the Western New York Catholic print edition, um, is it really more like two separate things? I mean, how does that kind of work? I, I look upon it that way. Uh, Mark Trimchuk does a fantastic job of keeping this, keeping up on the social media and the, and the website. And I sometimes look at it as – the, the Western York Catholic print is is a magazine. We're going to be doing feature stories and stories that are not – I don't want to say timely, but they're not beholden to a certain time. You know, We can do a story on uh, a group of people or an individual that can be told September, October, November, December. It doesn't really matter when it's – when it, you know, it's a matter of time and it's going to be – it has to be said now – we defer to Mark. We say, okay, I get the writers, get the stories, get the photos. 
get it all together, get it to Mark. And Mark gets it up on the web page and it's up there instantaneously and it's there for that news cycle that, that we're going through. Whereas when we're at the newspaper, we take a little more time, we write a little bit longer story and we really try to show hum- the humanity and the spirituality of the people of the Diocese of Buffalo. The, uh, Patrick McPartland, by the way, is our guest, the new managing editor of the Western New York Catholic. Uh, you probably remember him uh, walking around with his camera around his neck at different mm-hmm. events if you've seen him out and about <laughs> as you listen. So uh, uh, has, has been the photographer to, to this point, still doing some of that uh, for us as well. But um, yeah, you mentioned you can kind of write a longer piece in print now than maybe you would have in the past. Um, the other thing uh, about today and with the web presence that you have, and, and again, I know there are some things, um, they make their way to Facebook, don't even really make the the Western New York Catholic website mm-hmm. per se. So, I mean, they're a good social media thing. You've had some, you know, uh, uh, photo galleries and, and things on Instagram and all yeah. the different platforms like that. Um does that present you some opportunities, though, with what you can do with the Western New York Catholic, the print edition that you weren't able to do in the past? Because, I mean, it's a hard thing, right? We're a big diocese, and there's yeah. a lot of Catholics in Western New York. Mm-hmm. You're covering eight counties on this end of New York State, and everybody wants their thing in there, yep. right? I mean, that just – and can you blame them? No. Right? No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the voice for, for, for those – you know, the, the small parish in Kendall, we're, we're, we're their voice. You know the 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 large newspapers aren't going to, unfortunately, not going to listen to them. Not going to put their story in, and unless they have some fantastic human interest story, they're not going to run it either. Where we do that, we run that story. That's the stories we want to run. Is if you have, I always say, if you have the the really nice woman who does the flowers at the church and she's been doing it for thirty years, I want to know about her. I want to tell her story and she's probably the type of person who's like, no, I'm not important. I'm not important. No, you are and I want to tell your story and get it out there. And when it comes to the web, we take it and then we can put it out on the web after we put it in the paper and then we have a bigger reach. If some – you know, I know with Mark sometimes sends me – when we're doing stories, he'll say, tweet while you're there. OK. <laughs> Boom. That What that does is it puts that, that nugget in somebody's head of, oh, hey, they're doing a kind of a cool story. You know, I'm only doing it in so many characters. But then they think, oh, I just saw that, that tweet that came the other day. I saw, oh, I want to read the story now. So they go to the web or they go to the print edition. You kind of, you know, you, you hook them in with the stories and you, and you get them in, to read it in the media that they prefer. And of course, you know, then you're back to that quandary that, well, if your event happened the last 10 days, two weeks of the month, I probably can't get it in the actual mm-hmm. paper. And even they don't want to read about it a month later most right. of the time, right? You don't want to right. see something six weeks later that's it's already out of your conscience, even when we didn't have the immediacy of the um, internet. Uh, have you found that um, with regard to our parishes and, and some of our uh, um, ministries outside of the immediate Buffalo area, has it been more satisfying for them? Are, 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 have people been, for the most part, happy that now they have kind of an extra space to get yes. their stuff? Ab- absolutely, because it, it, it. I can remember in the past when we would, when I first started. You would get the call. Oh, we've all taken the phone call. We've all taken the phone call. How come you didn't cover this? Why didn't you cover this? Or, you know, and it's like, well, it was too close to deadline. We, you know, and if we did and we ran it a month later, it's it's not worth it. Or the other situation of, 
I, I just remembered that I was supposed to send this into you. I missed the deadline. What, what can I do? It's really important. And we just say, well, you're not going to make the print edition, but I'll forward it over to the web. We'll get it up on the web. And then you kind of tell the person who sent it in to say, start getting the word out saying we're putting it on the web. They're putting it on the web and get people to go there and, and look. It's, it, it helps. It's, you know, we have, you have, like you said, two outlets that we can use that people can get their get their stories out, their events out that they that they want. Well, and you know, yeah, that's one of the hopes I think that, um, particularly in terms of social media use of the diocese, um, you know, Mark would certainly uh, tell you that the Twitter and Facebook drive a lot of traffic to mm-hmm. the Western New York Catholic. People see that and then they click through and and that's where a lot of our traffic comes for WNYCatholic.org. But the real hope is, right, just what you're saying, that when somebody sends you a story, they also have Facebook or Twitter at their parish or their hospital or their school mm-hmm. or whatever it is and, the, and maybe their own website and they're going to share that stuff. Yep. Um, and that's only good for them too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's perfect for them. You know, they they get, as I said, they get their story out. They they get their ministry out, and that is what we are here to do. We serve the diocese. We serve the parishes, the hospitals, the the you know the small chapels, the colleges, the grade schools. You know, the the we're one newspaper town. Really, um, you can't get every lawn fate or your small church lawn fate in the Buffalo News, but you can get it in the Western Year Catholic and we're going to get it out there, either Facebook, Twitter, website, newspaper. We're going to get that out there and hopefully that's what how we serve the diocese, serve those entities. Uh, the current issue of the Western New York Catholic is out there now, the August edition. Thanks for joining us on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. I'm Greg Prince. Our topic, of course, the namesake of this program, the Western New York Catholic, the diocesan newspaper and uh, now website for the diocese at wnycatholic.org. Also, look for them on Facebook and Twitter. Again, just put in Western New York Catholic or WNY Catholic. You'll find it. They're on Instagram. So um, uh, And Patrick McPartland is the new managing editor, and uh, you've probably seen a lot of his photographs since he previously has served as the photographer for the newspaper. Uh, you know, we uh, we started by talking about, since it's your latest baby, your first issue as the managing editor, uh, we should probably refresh, even though you've been on the show before, you've had an interesting path to the Western New York Catholic. You're a Buffalo boy. Buffalo uh, boy. Catholic boy in Buffalo. Yep. Uh, St. Joe's. Yes. Collegiate, right? Yep, class um, of 91. You, you did go to a Catholic college, but not here. Uh, yeah, the funny story is, is, is if somebody ever digs up my graduation program, it says I'm attending Canisius College, which <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I At the last kind of minute, I ended up attending Bellarmine College, which is now Bellarmine University in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a How fun. did you pick that out of a hat? What uh, is that? I... <laughs> funny story. Uh, my dad actually went there. Really? Yes, but he didn't graduate. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. After that, the military got him. But it was I. I loved well, all the schools. Happened to a lot of people in his generation. Yeah, happened to so a lot of people in his generation. You know, um, God bless your father. You know, God rest his soul. I don't want to pick on your dad. That, that happened to a lot of folks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And and he yeah. laughed at it, and I sure. laughed at yeah. it. He he would tease me. Please yeah, finish here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was I. I I had friends who had graduated ahead of me, and they all stayed local. And and I knew. 
I kind of felt like, oh, if I don't go away, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. I want to go away and I want to just just try something new. And just my dad just said, well, why don't you apply to Bellarmine? It was late. I applied. I got in. And I spent four fantastic years there. I got really involved in the school. got involved in the school newspaper. Uh, and that's where I picked up the photography. Um, my freshman year, a senior friend of mine got hired to work in California. And the company that hired him said, we can put you up, but you have to get out here. And he had no money. So he started selling his possessions. And he's like, I got a camera. I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks. I'm like, okay. And that was the start of it. I bought his camera. I started shooting for the newspaper, started taking photography classes, and the rest is history. Um, because you're – just to add to the um, str- long, strange trip back to <laughs> Buffalo, um, your major at Bellarmine? Uh, it was history. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it actually isn't bad for journalism to be honest with you. No. So uh, people – you're a history major? How did you take photographs? But it's more applicable than yes. you might think off the I, I always looked at photography as yeah. history yeah. and it, I, I originally went to school to be a teacher and I, I started to hang out with a lot of the communications majors and, and got involved in the newspaper and then I, I switched my minor. I said I'm going to go into communications. I still thought about coming home and going to school and being a teacher and taking pictures on the side. And I came home and there was a the job opened up here at the Western Year Catholic and I applied. I got the job and, and I've been doing it ever since. You yes, know. Much like myself. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. There's only a few years difference between us actually in terms of uh, – Length of yes. time here, uh, which which leads to you know another interesting point. So over that time, um, I, you've covered a lot of ground yeah. through Western New York and beyond. Some big stories. Uh, mm-hmm. How many bishops were you? Uh, I, Did you start under Bishop Head? No, I started under Bishop Manzel. Okay, um, right. yeah, Bishop so one Manz- less than me. Yeah, one <laughs> less than you. Yeah, I started Manzel uh, shortly after his installation. And then I was here for the installation of Kimmick and Malone. Uh, but I knew Bishop Head and I had uh, you know, seen him growing up and had done things with him. Confirmed by Bishop Head or no? No, Bishop Gross. Oh, Bishop Gross. Yeah. All right. See. Yeah, it was yeah. Bishop Gross. Um, and it was, it was funny because uh, Bishop Head's longtime secretary was a childhood friend of my dad's. And he was we, – we got there and we were kind of like, oh, the bishop is here and – Gross walked out and my dad's like, oh, Peter's not going to be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm senior Peter Popinick is <laughs> yes. who we're referring to. So, yeah. So, I was so like, yeah. But, yeah, it's um, – and, and the installations were, were, were interesting. You know, not, not many people get to experience an uh, installation of a bishop. I've experienced uh, three, uh, you know, including Bishop Cunningham up in uh, Ogdensburg when he was installed up there. And – it's really cool the symbolism and the and what's going on and and you're you're and it's a crazy day and it was even and it's a good idea how we talked about the paper and the web it, you know with, with when Bishop Kimmick was installed we put a few things on the web we kind of had a small web presence and it was like but get everything back and get it into the newspaper when Malone was installed, it was, OK, I had to get this picture. I had to get something over to, to Mark for Facebook. I had to get something out here. It was I had all these different platforms that I had to, like, satisfy. I had to get yeah. these pictures and they had to go out in these all these different directions. And it was like, wow, this is, like, totally different than what I had to do. Yeah, for a whole different. Yeah, <laughs> the complete opposite. I mean, yeah. where, we're, where we're driving the internet as opposed to mm-hmm. the print publication. That that yeah. was the probably the first – Big event where that occurred for any of us. Yeah, here 
Yep. You know, so and you know, again, the the you know online presence gives us an opportunity to do that. You know, we started talking about uh, World Youth Day, which just wrapped up, and uh, you mentioned there'll be a, there'll be some uh, kind of a comprehensive in the uh, couple pages in the September issue. There was a lot of coverage, uh, you know, of course, over the past uh, couple weeks mm-hmm. on WNY Catholic and on Facebook and and all that kind of thing. Uh, you have covered World Youth Days in the past, yes. right? Yeah, we covered Toronto, and uh, that was ex- extremely fun. Um, it, it you're you're kind of thrown into a, a a a huge cultural salad. I think is the best way to, to think of it. You're, I could remember walking through the venues up in Toronto, and I see a Nigerian flag, I see a Canadian flag, I see people from Ireland, and you know, people just walk up to me out of the blue. What country are you from? Uh, and, and they were all over and they were all doing – they were all there for one thing and, and they all – it was like a, 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 a big UN you know, festival. <laughs> Everybody was there and, and nobody – there were no borders. There were no ethnicities. There was nothing. You were all Catholic and you were all there for, for, to see the Pope, to, to pray and to en- enrich yourself. That was probably uh, refresh my memory. Mm. Maybe right before John Paul II kind of started to decline. Yes, right. I mean, yeah, was, he was might just be one of his about. last big. Yeah, you, you know, was, as, in terms of his accessibility. And yeah, his, I think it was like his like third to last, second to last big international trip yeah. before he the Parkinson's really took yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so timing would have been uh, would have been good for that. Um, any other memorable things? Do you have maybe a favorite picture or a favorite thing that you covered? There? I mean, in, in the Catholic Center here, we walk by several every day. There's a great picture of uh, Bishop Mansell at Niagara Falls. There's yep. another picture up on our second floor. If you're walking towards the cafeteria that you took of the uh, Basilica inside mm-hmm. the Basilica, which is really neat. any any things or favorites of yours? Uh, I it. I've taken thousands, so it's it's hard to to to, to nail them <laughs> to down. To pinpoint, yeah, um, yeah. or remember, I, yeah. I, case, I, maybe. I, I, as a photographer, you want to try to capture, you know, the essence of a person or an emotion of an event, and 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 he'll 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 probably he'll he'll probably kill me for this, but it was it was unfortunately it was a, it was a sad event. It was it was Bishop Head's funeral, and he and he was bishop. From the time I can remember, you know, he was it was always Bishop Head and Bishop Head. And just watching the people come by and the reverence that they paid respect, and I looked over and it was Father Paul Bossy, and he and he was crying. And and I and I and I took the picture. And I was like, this this really showed the emotion of the connection that he had to this diocese and and, and he was here so long. And I, I do believe we published it. And that was a favorite of mine, even though it was a tragedy. But on this, at the same time, a great, <laughs> funny picture that I got was just before Kimmich. It was no, it was just after Kimmich announced he was retiring. I don't know if Malone had been named yet or not, but he, he Kimmich was saying mass, and it was the end of mass, and he and and he said a few words of like thanks. And the cathedral just completely erupted, and they were standing, and they were clapping, and it was just, it was, cra- and it was going, and it was going, and all of a sudden, Kimmich just kind of looked over the crowd, and he 
pulled his watch out of his robe and he just tapped his watch like, you know, <laughs> come on, you know, it's a little too long. And I can just remember like just firing the, the camera like I was shooting a movie. I was just boom, 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 boom. And he just had this look in his face like, really? <laughs> that is another one of my favorites. It, it, you know, you can show two different sides, a, a sad time and a happy time. But it was it – was, I looked at that and I was like, oh, this one's a winner. This one's a winner. <laughs> yeah, you know it when it happens. Yep. Well, yep. I'm sure you've got a lot of more more moments coming ahead of oh, you yeah. as the uh, Western New York Catholic managing editor, and uh, we certainly wish you the best in that. Yeah. Uh, let me replug uh, the wnycatholic.org. Make sure you pick up a copy of it in your parishes or other places around the diocese this weekend. Patrick McPartland, the new managing editor, thanks for being back on the program. Thank you. Uh, and as always, uh, wnycatholic.org is available on that. Uh, our WNY uh, Catholic Weekly is available on the wnycatholic.org site as well. In fact, we have a great address now, uh, Catholic. Dot org slash radio. You can find us also from buffalodiocese.org. We're down under multimedia and news. You can find us there still as well. And all of our podcasts are on there. So if you miss something or you want to hear something again, you can go to the podcast page. And let me say, I say this a lot on the program. Um, sometimes I, you know, we're covering something and I wish there was a visual. One of the cool aspects of today's show, if you're not on the podcast, you didn't get it that way, and you're just hearing it on the air, go to WNYCatholic.org because we're going to have a photo gallery of some of uh, Patrick's uh, finest photos so yep. that are, or some of his favorites that he put together for us. So if you go look for the podcast, we'll have the link there for you as well. Probably not going to have that every week, but I'm here every week, and uh, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744, or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. 